1: Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for joining us today. I've mentioned numerous times on the show, real estate, effective real estate investing really is a team sport. And what does that mean? Well, I purchased my first property by myself. I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have any contractors that could tell me, Properly what I need to do what I shouldn't do. I didn't have any lenders that catered to the real estate community I didn't have anybody. I was just winging it solo. In fact, I thought That's how you do it and essentially Fought through it. It wasn't the best experience at all that first rental property Uh, Didn't know that I could get help on certain issues didn't know that I can just pick up the phone and call somebody just like me and ask them what should i be doing in this circumstance uh, who can help me here i had i had none of that but then once i realized that you could create a team of experts that are literally experts in their field they cater to real estate investors that's when i took off that's when i was able to purchase essentially 11 houses in a very short amount of time that's when my real estate portfolio exploded why because every situation I ran into, it was something as simple as texting somebody, picking up a phone, sending an email, and I had an answer. Sometimes I had two or three answers. Sometimes I had options. Well, you can do this, but you can also do this, and if you do that, then you might be able to essentially rent the property for more money. Just throwing out an example, but there is an entire community of people that cater directly to real estate investors. They are essentially masters at what they do. Uh, They're not catering necessarily to the entire John Q public, everybody out there. No, they have a specific business. They have a specific set of skills, like the movie says, and then they're here to help us. And because of that, we're able to excel. So I have one of my team players on the show today. He's been on the show before. Time to bring them back on, but this gentleman has more knowledge about single family properties. What works? What will not work? What should be done? What level of rehab is needed? What do we need to do to essentially match the neighborhood? We don't want to overdo it, but we want to match the neighborhood. We want to get into that best product, best price, provide clean, functional housing so that a great resident will move in and stay in that property and enjoy that property and then pay the rent, right? And when they pay the rent a little bit at the end, that's called cash flow. And this person has been instrumental in helping me do that. Blake, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. You bet. Thanks for having me. Blake, if you would, as we unpeel this, just share a little bit of background about about yourself and, and what you do.
0: Well, we are a general contractor that specializes in real estate investors. We've been uh, helping real estate investors for going on 23 years now. We pro- primarily only work it. With real estate investors, so we definitely have a uh, very dialed-in um, process with what works, what doesn't work, and being that we're so dialed into it, you know, we we work with appraisers, we work with all the different aspects of real estate, so we have a really good handle on the Dallas Fort Worth market and what the market's doing and what what needs to be done to maximize the uh, the return on the investment.
1: Twenty-three years. I did not know. That you had been doing this that long. I mean, I know at least ten to fifteen, and I knew you were in business before then. But wow, that's uh, time flies when you're having fun, right?
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I kind of look back at it and go, I cannot believe I've been doing this that that <laughs> long for you know investors. And I I look back at where we started. You know, when I first made that first phone call to an investor, looking to see if he needed any help, to yeah. where we land now, where we're doing you know on average two hundred plus homes a year. For yeah. investors. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of amazing.
1: Hey, you need some help with that property? Little did you know what that would turn into. If you weren't so doggone good at what you do, it might have been a, a much shorter run. I'll I'll just say it like that. But um so twenty three years that begs the question, and I know you don't know the answer, um, but if you had to guess, how many homes have you rehabbed?
0: And I'd have to do some math on that. My it's gotta be over, you know, five, six thousand houses at this point.
1: Good Lord. And so I've done this oh, 12 times, um, and then I've since moved into the multifamily. Some people have done it much more than that. Some of the most successful single-family owners I know that own 20 to 50. But here you are, and you've got several thousand under your belt. So it, when the question comes up, should I do blank? Blake, you're going to have the answer. You're the man in that regard. You're going to tell us yes, no, or maybe, pretty much, and, and you're going to be spot on.
0: Correct. Yeah. I, I there's a lot of times where I do tell people no that you know this this is not a good deal. We need to walk from it, and then you know it's just kind of up to them to make that decision. Is it, it, it? It's interesting that people would not listen to somebody with that much experience, but you'd be shocked at how many people still move forward on on properties when I, I flat tell them no. I don't think that's a good deal.
1: Wow. Now you've told me on some level of rehab, you've told me, no, we don't need to do that. But I can't imagine if someone is looking at a property and I get you involved before the purchase. So I'm not getting involved after the purchase. I'm getting involved before the purchase. And if you're walking in there and telling me, Harrison, don't do this because just it's not going to be cost effective. Well, yeah, I'm going to run for the hills. Um so some people will stay the course. They're kind of like, nope, no matter what, we're going through with this.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting, Mike, is sometimes, the, you know, the, they might have put some earnest money down, yeah. and they're just not willing to let go of that earnest money. And that's, you know, that, that can be the downfall to them is that, you know, they're not willing to, to look at it and go, okay, I'm going to lose a little now or a lot later. They just see that they just put down some earnest money, and they're not willing to walk.
1: If you have any questions about lifestyles unlimited about how to get started as a real estate investor or really about anything at all please send me an email i'm here to help my email address is ask mike at l u i n c dot ask mike at l u i n c and as always if you miss any parts of this show you can always find us on your podcast app right there on your smartphone just subscribe to the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show The shows will automatically upload, and you can listen to them in your free time, your spare time, your windshield time, what have you. Very easy, very convenient. We have our own YouTube channel, YouTube Lifestyles Unlimited. Go there, and there's a ton of information, not just the radio shows. You'll see case studies. You'll see, well, what we're talking about today with Blake Johnson finishing touches. He is a GC, and he remodels and rehabs rental properties for people? Well, you'll see actual walkthroughs of properties. You'll see properties where people say, Hey, I'm going to purchase this property. Here's what needs to be done. Here's how we're going to lift it. Here's how we're going to make it a a great place to live. And as always, you can find us on the website, lifestylesunlimited.com. So Blake, um, I threw in the term remodeled, but, and, and maybe I'm just getting caught up in semantics here. Um, really what I consider what you do is rehab and by rehab is we're taking a house that is we're not necessarily remodeling it remodeling I think is something that you would do to your own personal property rehab is a property that it needs something something needs to be fixed paint flooring appliances countertops what have you so I, I see that there's probably more layers to rehab do you see it the same way
0: it's funny because I absolutely do, and the fact that you even said remodeling, my stomach kind of turned a little.
1: <laughs> yeah, I cleared that up. I'm okay. not
0: a, I'm not a remodeler. I'm a rehabber. Yeah. That's that's what we do. That's who we are. It's a different, it's a different mindset, a different mentality completely. So yeah, we're definitely not. I mean, you're, you hit you hit it right on the money. And you know, my company name was originally finishing touches remodeling, but we've kind of moved on to just rehabbing because that's what we specialize in. That's what we do. You know, a, a, when you hear the term remodel, it makes you feel there's a personal connection there. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you're doing it to your personal home. And there's a big difference between the rehab and the remodel because there's no emotion to the rehab. It's just simply get the house fixed, get it get it cash flowing, and get the property done so we can move on to the next one, wash, rinse, and re- repeat.
1: Yeah. And then there's different levels to that. We may be putting granite in the property if, if that uh if it calls for that if the neighborhood calls for that we might not be doing that Um, and then we are doing something you know we're picking a gray package basically but you're picking the colors you're picking the paint scheme clean functional boom let's move on to the next one we really want to be out of this 90 days or less we want to turn this in just a couple of months because we're in that hard money loan and then we want to Again, bring it up to speed, and then we refinance it into conventional lending, and then Blake, you move on to the next one. So, you were talking in the first segment that you've told some people no before, and they continue on. Are you? Are, is that a multi-month rehab, or, or what are you talking about there?
0: Uh, typically, when we say when when we try to advise someone to not move forward, it's not because of the multi-month. It's just because the magnitude of the rehab yeah. is so much that it it just doesn't work. Meaning, you know, if you've got all all of the big five, which is electrical, plumbing, central heat and air, roof, and foundation, combine yeah. that, and at the end of the day, it still doesn't make sense, then, you know, the dollars, you know, the rehab outweighs we're going to be upside down, so something along those lines, then I, I basically advise them to say that I can't, I can't tell you that this is a good transaction for you to move forward with.
1: Yeah, if you're doing all of the big five, you're building a house. Um, typically, I tried to, I, I don't mind doing two of the five. I think I've done maybe two point, and a little bit of electrical or a little bit of plumbing. Um, but yeah, once you start getting into foundation, electrical, plumbing, roof, AC hot water heater. Yeah, you're you're building a house. And and that brings me back to that first property in Arlington where I met you. And yeah. I mean, I was shaking like a child. I was like, "What in the heck have I done?" Uh, it was a destroyed home. I knew the math made sense, but emotionally it was it was the first one. At least the first one in the lifestyles model. And, uh, I was afraid, but you literally, you met me on the job. You assured me that you're like, Hey, little buddy, this is going to be okay. (laughs) And you literally, you restored order to the chaos. Um, in fact, I'll tell you this, I'm not sure I would be doing this radio show today if things had turned out differently. So just want to say thank you again. I know that was years ago, but, um, I appreciate that, and I wanted to share that because Blake, that's really what you do for for investors. Let me ask you this: what percentage of properties are you dealing with that first time investor? Would you say
0: Oh, uh, well, I would probably say we're probably a really good mix of probably sixty forty sixty percent meaning the new guys yeah and, and you know that's actually what I enjoy the most is watching someone just like just like our experience where you're, you're basically completely trusting the process and yeah. the process works and especially with the lifestyles model, if you follow the process and do what do follow the training and do what you told, it works. There's no question about it. it works and it works time and time again or we wouldn't be as successful you would't be successful. It's just it's trusting the model and that's I think where a lot of the new investors, uh, especially the engineers in them, they get hung up and that, that they try to reinvent the wheel. And, guys, we're just trying to roll it. We're not trying to reinvent it. We're just trying to move the wheel down the road.
1: Yeah, I can see somebody getting too ingrained. And, thankfully, I don't have that side in me when you said, here's the color that we're going to paint it. Here's the what we're going to do, the countertops. Here's the brand of appliance. Here's – I mean, you you listed it out, and I was like, okay. I mean, I I actually – kind of loved handing the keys over to you, so to speak, and then just kind of checking on the progress. That was great for me. So while we have you, now's your opportunity to speak to those first timers or potential single family rental property, people that are going to put their foot into this endeavor. What would you say to those first timers?
0: I would tell them the exact same thing that I have printed on stickers that I hand out at every <laughs> lifestyle that we go to, and yeah. it's not your house, it's your investment.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Don't get, uh, don't get over-involved. It, it really is an investment. Do the, do the refi, get that person in there, that nice resident, and then move on to the next one. Um, do you get those first-timers that are just calling you all the time or constantly at the property, or what are you seeing out there?
0: um yeah there's a, you know there is a handful that you know I, I had one guy for example who literally took his entire year's worth of vacation just to stay at the house and actually watch the process unfold and I just kept <laughs> thinking to myself, this is such a poor use of your time I mean it, you know he was actually a pilot, so I kind of likened yeah. it to, at, at one point you know because he was there so much, we became in a, in a relationship and I said, hey do you mind if I, uh, if I could come up sometime and try to get in that cockpit and try to fly the plane? And he was like, absolutely not. That's the most craziest thing I've ever heard. that's absurd you have no formal training. And then he kind of looked at me with a blank look and he was like, that's exactly what's happening here.
1: We'll be right back. This is the Lifestyles Unlimited real estate investor radio show. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next.
0: Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. (laughs) It's gonna be better next year. I've gotta listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me,
1: you know I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? (laughs) (laughs) I go, and you're not rich yet? (laughs) Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. (laughs) Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always... We're working on your financial freedom. If you've got any questions at all for me or about today's content or about real estate investing in general, I do respond personally. Please send me an email. My email address is askmike at luc.com Ask Askmike at l-u for Lifestyles Unlimited, inc.com. Now, if you would like to see what we do, how we do it, how we run our business, how we set it up the stages that we do when we buy a single family property, or if you want to go into multifamily investing and learn about that, I invite you to our workshop. And that way you can tune in and see what we do. No strings attached. It's lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. It's interactive, it's not a video. There are times and dates when that's set, so you'll need to go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com, find a date and time that's convenient for you, and you can tune in and see just what it is we do. See how we invest in property. See how we create cash flow by investing in real estate. And if you want to join, that's GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. totalfreedom.com. If you use the promo code SaveBig, S-A-V-E-B-I-G, that will drop the price to only $297 for two years. Much less expensive than when I joined, but worth every penny. Trust me on that. I can promise you my life changed once I effectively learned how to invest in real estate and one of those people that has helped me along the way Blake Johnson is here and he is a GC and Blake specializes in rehabbing properties to make them clean functional so that we can then rent that to a great resident Blake if you would share your contact information before we get too much further
0: sure it's a uh... FinishingTouchesRemodeling.com is the website. Our office number is 817-451-6565.
1: Excellent. Okay, Blake, we touched on it, but I want to go back to this because this is so important. I would get you engaged in the property, or many times when I would find a property, you've already been to that property and walked that property and, and basically put together an estimate Of what needs to be done but when should someone contact you and and this is in the cycle in the in the timeline when should someone engage you or engage finishing touches Uh, at what point is that and and speaking of people that are purchasing or or looking to purchase investment property
0: Uh, I always tell people to reach out as soon as possible just to make that initial connection because ultimately you're building a team and, you know, it's always good to know who you're talking to, what you're dealing with, and kind of just help set um, those expectations in the beginning so we can, you know, just have a brief conversation and say, what are you looking for? What are your goals? Kind of um, do, do an interview, if you will, to make sure you're a good fit. And then yeah. at, at that point, it's a matter of as soon as you identify the property, you need to reach out immediately. And it's not something that you want to wait several days to do. Soon as you identify that property immediately, my, my recommendation is to call the office or call your contractor and reach out immediately say, Hey, this is the property I'm thinking. Here's some pictures of it. What do you think the, the what do you think it may cost? What does it look like? Because it's very possible that it's very possible that I've already been to the property and I've already seen it and I understand, you know, I've already written an estimate potentially or I've already been to the property, spoken with the agents that's involved. And we've already got a rough idea together. I do over 250 miles a day. So I'm constantly viewing property and doing inspections and trying to put together rehab budgets.
1: Yeah. And to reiterate for you, potential buyers out there, you're going to meet Blake and make sure that finishing touches works with your strategy as a company. Hey, I like what you do. Um, I'm willing to use you once I find a property and then this is during the option period. Don't go buy the property and then call Blake. Get him out there during the option period when if you think in your mind it needs 25 grand in rehab and you've kind of already done that assessment, now you're in the option period, then get Blake in there and Blake may agree with you. It's like, yeah, it takes 25 grand or actually 20 grand, but if Blake comes in and says, "No, it needs 70" then you can get the heck out of there, and Blake's not going to let you make that bad decision. So imagine a, a GC that's not going to talk you into spending a ton of money. Blake, I love that about you. So I wanted to reiterate that side of the business. And then, Blake, tell us how you do your evaluation.
0: A lot of people want to meet at the property, and they want to meet and kind of go through, and I call it the payoff, where they meet, we do an educational experience. And there's, in this market that we're in right now, there's just no time for that. The most important thing is that we get the number. So I try to, tell, try to convince people, of, let's get the number, get the address, the lot box code, and I need the after-repaired value, meaning what are we going to try to appraise for. So that's all I really need to determine the rehab so I can tailor the rehab to fit the after-repaired value. Because I'm not an agent, so I'm relying on you or your agent to give us that information so that I can properly prepare the scope of work that maximizes the appraisal on the back end.
1: And you're walking through, you did something I've never seen before, but it's probably commonplace today, but you would actually walk through and you're making a video as you go through, and you're just hitting all the high points, and then on the video, you can then take that and translate that essentially into a quote or a bid. Um, But I like that part of it, and, and I take it you're still doing those, obviously.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We're doing we're doing every almost every property that, that that we view, we do at least once. If you know, if it's for a if it's for a client that's already under contract, then like I said we can't because we're under contract, I'll do a video for them and I'll specifically narrate and kind of walk through and basically line out this focal work for them so they can actually see it in real time and what it is I'm doing and how I'm gonna handle these different scenarios or these different hiccups that I encounter.
1: Yeah, and and I want to go back. I know I said during the option period, but this is actually before we even get to the option period. This is kind of in that 72-hour time frame, if not less, when we need to decide whether we're buying a property or not. And you're essentially – it can be the option period, but if we can get you out there before, then you're going to reassure – us or validate what we think. Again, if I think it needs 25 or 30 or 40 or 50, and I've put that math into the deal and the deal still makes sense and it's still cash flows, then you can come out and validate essentially my initial estimate on that property and say yes or no, or uh, maybe we change a few items around and, and you can tell us that. So how... How far out are you going now? I know we're getting into some of these tertiary markets, and, and Dallas-Fort Worth just seems to be getting bigger and bigger.
0: Our, uh, our footprint is fairly large for the Dallas. I definitely cover the, the Dallas-Fort Worth market, and we go a little beyond that. But we're still so busy handling the, the Dallas-Fort Worth market that going too far out is, is – I don't have the ability to manage the properties, like all the way up in McKinney and places like that. I don't yeah. have the ability to manage them as closely as I would like, so we stay fairly close to that uh, to the uh, ESW marketplace.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. If you're having to go drive an hour and a half just to get to the job site, that's not very effective. So if you can keep it closer to your home base, yeah, that makes sense. Let me ask you this. Um, that first gray package that you did, uh, that was my property on Dougal in 2015. What do you do? Is it still the gray package today, or, or has that changed, or, or what? What would you call uh, your your package or your rehab color scheme? Do you have a name for it?
0: It Still follows, and I just call it the gray color palette. We have two different color palettes, and I, I hate to say this because it's going to sound a little bit like uh, it's going to sound. Well, it's going to sound uh, not as personal, but yeah. all of our houses look the same. If you stacked up. You know, 45 of the rental houses that we've done for different clients all over the Metroplex, they all have the same colors, they all have the same light fixtures, the same plug switches, towel bars, uh, paper towel holders, all that stuff is the same. Gotta remember, they're scattered all over the Metroplex. And that's we try to cater to what the, what the market yields. And right now, everybody's still in that gray kind of grays and white color package is still what's really working well for the market right now.
1: I want to take a moment and talk about our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Masters tour. The dates have been announced for 2023. It will be right here in the Dallas Fort Worth area in Irving, Texas. And those dates are February 15th through the 18th, 15th through the 18th. Make plans now, especially if you want to attend that Masters tour. I promise you, the Masters tour will sell out quickly. I don't think they've put the tickets or the passes online yet, but you can find that at Wealth and Passive Income Expo dot-com wealth and passive income expo.com but the master store if you don't know what that is they'll get uh, several buses and you'll get on a bus and on each bus there will be one of our multi-family mentors a couple other lifestyles folks but the majority 97 percent of the bus is going to be filled with people just like you that are either looking to learn about investing in multi-family properties or what you'll find is several of the people on the buses Are investors in multifamily properties and you will go to at least four properties you'll visit that property you'll meet the lead investor the lead investor will provide a tour that will show you what the property was like when they purchased it they will show you the business plan here's what we plan to do with the property here's how we're gonna make it a better place a clean functional place to live for great people and improve just the entire aspect of the property from not only giving it a facelift but also making it nice making it a place where people want to live and they want to come back to and they're a place where people are proud to call home that's what we do with these apartment communities i am here today with my friend blake johnson who has helped me on numerous properties with the rehab side we buy these old single family property not necessarily old they're they're rundown. They haven't been taken care of. They need some love And so I bring my buddy Blake in and Blake says hey Harrison Here's what we need to do Here's what we're gonna do to lift this property and again make it clean functional and then rent it out to a great resident So Blake, let me ask you this um, Obviously the market has changed quite a bit in the last six months as far as um inflation and uh, interest rates uh, literally you know it was very stable for the last 10 years and literally last six months big changes are you seeing changes on your end i know you're still busy but what's going on on your side of it with the real estate investors
0: you know i get asked that question a lot because we're really the boots on the ground kind of in the trenches so to speak so we're seeing the day-to-day uh it's interesting because i'm starting to see the rental market coming back strong already like we're already getting more and more calls every day where people are still buying houses. It hasn't, it hasn't changed the investor mindset. It's yeah. changed the, you know, the homeowner mindset to a certain perspective. But I think that there's, uh, you know, if you watch the media on a national level, then you're getting one story. But really, the local level here is uh, we're still pre houses for single-family homes. That really hasn't changed hardly at all.
1: I think we're insulated from a lot of that here in Dallas-Fort Worth or, or maybe Texas as a whole because so many people are just coming to Texas and so many companies are moving their corporate headquarters here to Dallas-Fort Worth. And so we might be just a little bit insulated from all the noise and the doom and gloom that's going on in, in some other parts of the country, but yeah, there's not enough houses. The market's on fire. Uh, I would say this, that first property, Blake, that we did in Arlington. My interest rate was five and a half back then in 2013. So when people today are having to go from 2.9 to five and a half or six, I would say it's a mathematical equation. It either makes sense or it doesn't make sense. But don't let the interest rates – the interest rates are just such a small part of the entire equation. I, I, people shouldn't get discouraged out there. And like you said, you're watching the doom and gloom on – National Network News and, and Dallas Worth tends to be insulated from that. And there's a lot of other great markets in the country that are insulated in it.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. It's interesting because that interest rate is it's just a calculation. You just add that into the equation and the numbers still make sense. Let's just move forward.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it's math. And does the property cash flow? to a level that you're satisfied with your strategy again this is personal to you I'm not going to tell you what that property needs to cash flow to make you happy or what percentage it is I can tell you on average we're still at that $400 mark and in, in many properties are much more than that and then what do you require in an equity capture and that's where Blake that's again where you come in because we've got an idea of this after repaired value but we're not gonna hit it Unless you do your thing, so um, do you get much into that ARV side of it, or you just concentrate on the rehab and, and move on? Because I know you've got enough experience, you can see, and you probably know what the neighborhood's worth.
0: Right, that's correct. Yeah, that's. I can drive the neighborhood and get a rough idea, but know, yeah, that's kind of why I really need that after repaired value. Then I'll just tailor it to fit. You know, the the model, and you know, if the neighborhood, if, if the comps support granite, then we're doing granite.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you're getting the ARV from the buyer, and then you're plugging in your rehab along with their purchase cost, and then does the level of rehab make sense? So, yeah, okay, I knew that, and and just kind of out of sight, out of mind. But, uh, again, I'm the guy that's happy to hand you the keys and and let you do the thing. You tell me the paint color. You tell me the the appliance brand, and do we need to do stainless. You tell me what needs to be done. Um, Actually, I think I – I'm the guy that's probably always trying to do a little more. What, where does that fall? Do you see a lot of people that are trying to um, nickel and dime it to death, or do you see some people that get involved and they're maybe wanting to do uh, a little too much?
0: I think it's you know it gets back to that, you know on, it gets back to the experience level. the The new investors have a tendency to over rehab, and that's my job is to try to bring it back to center and say, okay, we're not doing that. You know, we're not doing a tumbled marble or not tumbled marble, but a subway tile backsplash (laughs) in the kitchen because that's what you just did in your personal home. We're not making it. We're making it for the masses. And that's typically by house two or three, people really let go. It's usually that first one to two where they're scared and they're nervous. And just like you were. And then at that point, you're like, here's the keys, man. I'm going to go just send me emails, keep me updated, and uh, we'll get the draw request done and move on down the road.
1: Yeah, I I spent a lot of time at that first property. Uh, I mean, sometimes every day I would drive by after work if I can get out there. Um, It was at least two to three times a week. I know on the weekends I was out there. And then we get to house number 12. And, Blake, I think I went to that twice. I went to it when you first went to it. me the first
0: time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And uh, I went to it when it was done. But... It's not that I didn't know what was going on because I was getting updates from your guys on – I was getting the videos, right? You get the little email, and you click on it, and today we put the flooring in, and today we painted the outside (laughs) of the house, and click, yeah.
0: To be clear, we're not trying to say that you shouldn't go buy and check on your investment, but you shouldn't – it shouldn't be a point where you're – you're becoming obsessive about it. It should be, you know, maybe once a week, just go check in or something just to do a quick drive by and just take a look. But it's the people that obsess about it that are there like every day after work and, you know, on nights and weekends where it's like, okay, we got to, you got to trust the process.
1: Okay, Blake. So let's have some fun because I can't imagine what you walk in on sometimes um, as far (laughs) as condition of property. I mean, I bought uh, a house that the nine humans were living in. They had the four dogs. Each dog was, uh, about over 65 pounds. At least they were big dogs. The cats were using the attic as a, a litter box. Uh, they had snakes. I mean, it, that house just stunk so bad, but I knew I was experienced enough to know it was going to be a great house, but you got any crazy, like, holy cow story. I mean, I know you can do wonders with properties, but, or, uh, Any owners freaking out or anything like that because of the condition of the property? Share something with us.
0: I was, I was walking a house with a customer just last week and he he literally, uh, we were, I was walking around the perimeter of the living room. It was an older period being home. And he walked right through the middle of the living room and he literally fell through the floor.
1: Oh, wow. And
0: I turned around and he was literally, he had sunk all the way through the floor. Uh, He stepped on a rotten board. There was no subfloor. Yeah. And it was kind of – it was just the the, the actual underlayment floor. And it was wadded yeah. and he literally stepped through, and I had to help get him out of the floor. That was oh. just last week. So, you know, we've, wow. we've run into – I mean, you wouldn't believe the stuff that I see. And I, I even though I've been doing this for so long, I still walk into these houses where people are living, and I'm like, I cannot believe
1: people live. There. Yeah, you should do a reality show. They should follow you around with a camera and uh, just some of the stuff that you're seeing. I mean, people are crazy, and – the fact that that there's just a group of folks that are willing to live in certain conditions uh, amazes me. Um, we bought a house that had, uh, and I was afraid of it. It was one of my early houses that had foundation was so bad you can stand in the master bathroom and see into the attic. You know where the wall and the ceiling come together at 90 degrees. <laughs> there was a four or five inch gap. And then once the uh, foundation started getting done, I walked in that house and. Um, it, it was a foundation, it, you know, obviously didn't have the subfloor, but I see a human in the living room, but all I see is his head at about a foot above the floor <laughs> in the living room because he's in there digging out a hole and, and putting piers in. So um, it's truly amazing what, what you can walk into. But you listeners, I want you to understand, if the math makes sense, regardless of what Blake said, the subfloor being rotten or the foundation, or regardless of the condition, or regardless of the fact that people cut holes in walls so that they can go use the restroom and the master bathroom, regardless of whether ACs are missing or hot water heaters or whether there's holes in the roof and you can see the sunlight coming through. If the math makes sense, and that's where Blake's going to help you, then it's going to be a great investment. Blake, I want to thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate you sharing your knowledge. My name is Mike Harrison. I want you to remember, it's not the money. It's The Lifestyle. See you next week.